K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Hey, welcome back to another episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half your host, King Kunta 3X. My co-host is the world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. What's up, B? What's going on, man? How you doing today, man? I heard it's hot. It is, it's, it is fire hot out here in Southern California, and we are not running the air conditioning, so that may be why it's actually fire hot in Southern California. Why? The air conditioning. Uh, Why the air conditioning? Because I don't know people running to get air conditioned money, B. Man, <laughs> but you're going to die out there, man. Come on, man. You better, you better put on a swimsuit <laughs> and get a box fan. Oh, man. I'll sit down somewhere. I went out last night to walk the dogs at, at about midnight, and it was 74 degrees here, but I was soaking wet with sweat because it's 87% humidity. No, fuck all of that. No, that's different. No, we not doing humidity <laughs> in Southern California. That's some different shit. Your boy Kunta is originally from Texas, about two hours from Houston. Fuck all of that. Right. Uh, speaking of Houston, my dad was actually down from Houston visiting the grandkids and whatnot. We went to the beach yesterday, and so that's how we beat the heat. We went and sat right by the Pacific Ocean. I saw uh, that. It looks like you guys were at, a, um, I guess, a, a non-touristy place. Every time I go to the beach in LA, it's always a tourist place. I think. Uh, it wasn't. It was, it was a public beach, so it was, it's not. It's probably not the first stop for tourists. Though um, the U.S. Open, which is like a surf championship, whatever, was occurring in that area, but it worked out. Parking was a bitch, but we got there. Yeah, happy to say, I actually got. White woman wasted. Do you know what that is? Be honest. Uh, white woman wasted. Is that anything like chocolate wasted? Oh no, 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 man! I was double fisting. Do you want to know what beverage I was double fisting? <laughs> double fisting. Does that mean you had two beers in each hand, or one? I had hand? two of. I had one beverage of what I'm going to tell you in each hand. I was, I was white woman wasted, like a forty year old unremarkable white woman. Guess what I was drinking? Modelo. No, man. That's not how white women. That's not that's not how white women over forty get wasted. Uh, Seagram's nah, cooler. One more, one more shot. What would what would what would Karen, who's putting raisins and shit in the in the potato salad, what would she? How would she get responsibly wasted? A strawberry. Strawberryita. Close. You're right, but you're on the right track. So no, actually, uh, you're on the right track. I had these. I was I was double fisting, meaning I had one in each hand. Of the White Claw Hard Seltzer. See, that's very, <laughs> very feminine of you. You know, I um, I, I had you beat though one time, and it was it was really I had you really beat. I came back from deployment one time when I was in the military, and um, I I was stationed in Norfolk, but I lived in Hampton, so I lived really really close to Hampton University. And on the weekends, of course, they had all the apartment complexes nearby. It was just parties all over, so people left their doors open so you could walk around and just walk in, you know, people's houses and they'd be, you know, entertaining or whatever. So I got really, really drunk at one of these parties and just decided to go on a, a, a walk. But I was double fisting on each hand, two in each hand. So that's I had quad. That's that's quad fisting. I don't can't say that. <laughs> Guess what I was drinking though? <laughs> what was that? What were you drinking? Don't say Zemas. Colt forty five. <laughs> <laughs> is this one of those like I mentioned you've 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 talked about being in 
you know, I don't know, it was France or somewhere, and waking up on a bench and not knowing how you got there. Nope, that was a that was that was in France. I was in I was in Hampton. I, just I know, but I can only assume that something similar happened. <laughs> if you're if you're you know quadruple fisting, yeah, for uh, two in each hand, uh, Colt forty fives. I assume you're going to wake up. Uh, feeling like a truck hit you. Is that what I happened? I don't remember. Jay Smooth was with me though, and um, I was just basically walking around and in, going into people's houses and letting them know that somebody in this motherfucker was gonna cook me an omelet. And that's how wow. I was, that's how I was saying it. Wow! <laughs> Thank God this is a pre-social media. Yeah. Uh, experience you had there, or maybe this podcast would be here today. They finally took me to IHOP, and my other homeboy Dudu got put out because he because he, he only got a spoonful of eggs, and he kept complaining. And the cop came over and said, "If you complain one more time, you're gone." He's like, "I'm just trying to tell you, there's not enough fucking eggs." They kicked him out. So, what the fuck, man? That's some drunk nonsense. Um, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So the the sad part was we had just got our food and we were so hungry. So we're looking at Dudu out the plate glass window. He's just looking at us. Looking, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> who's giving you food? IHOP. IHOP. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. finally so, they made, they made me go to IHOP because nobody was was biting on the somebody's gonna make me a motherfucking omelet. omelet. Yeah. Okay. Shocking. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we we let Dudu watch us eat. It was pretty good, man. And he got upset because he only had a spoonful of eggs. Yeah, he could have just stayed and ate the other stuff, but he didn't. He got pissed off and the cop put him out. So, oh well, Virginia cops. Well, there's not a Waffle House around. I feel like they would work with you. You know what? They would work with Doodoo on this. I think they do have Waffle Houses in um, in Virginia now, but I don't think there were then. It was just like Huddle House or something. Oh, man. Well, that's uh, you, you're lucky there was no social media and you're able to be the <laughs> be honest we all know and love. Speaking of what can happen when you have social media, did you hear about that shit with Marshawn Lynch? No. All right. Be honest, I think you've mentioned throughout the atmosphere that you've played football once upon a time. Yes. Uh, in grade school. I have a, I have a question, B. Did, uh, did you ever experience a coach swearing at you about anything or in your proximity during football practice? Is that a joke? No, I'm just asking you. I, I don't remember them not ever cursing. It was always curse words, and even when they were happy. How, how did they make you feel on the inside? <laughs> Normal, because it was it, there was no getting around it. Well, our good buddy Marshawn Lynch had a football camp, <laughs> and uh, so was uh, people. Kids were getting ready to 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 get their little miniature beast modes on. Marshawn decides to coach him up. Oh wow. So, do you think Marshawn used G-rated language or TVMA-rated language? <laughs> oh, my God. Rockstar Games, uh, Grand Theft Auto language. So, you know, so, wow. so what did I tell you that this camp is for? Marshawn Lynch, what do you think it's for? For the kids. For football. Oh, well, yeah. And I just asked you, when you were coming up and you were doing football, did the coach... Ever use swears? Not around you my, said not around all my the parents, time. Not around my parents, though. Okay. Well, one of these aspiring young men's mama was in attendance, and she didn't take kindly to her boy being sweared at or in the vicinity of Marshawn Lynch using swears. Ooh. So she confronted Marshawn. So what do you think? How do you think Marshawn handled this situation? Uh, considering this is the guy that was like adamant about his interviews with the media, he didn't back down. So mm, I'm gonna say he didn't back down. He didn't back down for ten. 
Well, I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna be in support or not. So I'm gonna tell you what he did. So Marshawn Lynch did not back down, but he also knows he lives in an area of social media. So he wanted to talk with someone who could maybe have a similar experience that you said you had, be honest, with regard to football and the language coaches use. Because, you know, he just wanted to, you know, be able to talk with someone uh, on an even playing field, I assume, who had some experience with that, just to kind of clarify what he what he was trying to accomplish with the, uh, the young tykes out there during football uh, okay. camp. All right. So he asked the lady, um, is there a man with you? Okay. Because I would like to talk to the man if he's with you. <laughs> this fool basically asked this woman <laughs> if she had a man around. <laughs> oh, wow. Because this bitch was out of pocket. Right. <laughs> out of pocket. Come get your bitch. Your bitch out of pocket. Wow. I'm sure that's what she heard in her mind when he asked her this question. <laughs> wow. That didn't go over very well, uh, but uh, he's right though. But it didn't. Go, it could have sure. gone. It could have gone way worse for a man who has gold fronts. You know, it's is known as beast mode, despite being under five, uh, about five eleven and some change. Um, who's a millionaire and who's been confronted by um, somebody's mama who didn't appreciate him taking the time out of his busy schedule. To try to share the knowledge in the same way it was given to him. Was it a free camp or was it a paid camp? Don't know that part. I assume everyone paid. Okay, yeah. Very rare you're going to find, you know, people who are going to be having these types of camps, like, you know, out of the goodness of their heart. And I would say probably in those types of situations, you know, kids probably are more coachable. And the parents probably, you know, are more accepting of hard coaching. I, w- I, I you know, to me, I, I accept. I think that's hard coaching. You know, I've heard all kinds of crazy shit during the years I played football, and it was just it's life, man. Yeah, man. I, I'm not. I'm not against what he did. I think that he's right, and and having somebody's mom come up is pretty soft. Like if your mom has to come speak up for you, that's pretty fucking soft. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that kid's probably not going to do well in football. I would say if so. he's not going to be able to take hard. Co- that's just football is the closest thing I think we have to like military training or military situations in like regular regular life. I would agree. And sometimes shit just sucks. Yeah, and there's nothing to do about it but just get through it. Yeah, it's painful. It's ugly. It's dirty. It's rough. But I mean. That's what football is. So unless you're there's playing, a fear component, unless you are, you've won the genetic lottery, uh, and you, you, for for the most part, at some point you're gonna have to make a business decision. You're gonna have to, th- you know, you have to sacrifice your body. It's 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 at essence, and you know, I don't normally talk this way, but it's true. At the end of the day, it's just man shit. Yeah. And the only way to learn how to do man shit is to do man shit. And so, you know, everyone's going to get a ribbon. That is not how fucking football works. No, you're going to get popped out your shit. At some point in your career, you're going to get popped out of your shit. And you're not going to know which way is left or right for a few seconds. 
You're going to want to, at some point, you're going to want to run and there's nowhere to go. Where are you even going to go? <laughs> it's why there's no women's football league except that bullshit. It's like, I got to get out of here. Oh, there's nowhere to go and they're all coming. I guess I'm going to die. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit, I'm alive. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I, the only thing I would say about Marshawn is that he's had enough uh, media training. You know, for God's sakes, this may have been in the Bay Area. Uh, he, he should have had enough sensitivity training. You know, I applaud him for not acting completely stupid and losing his shit, given that I believe it was a paid camp. But, you know, the nuance, and he's smart enough. Don't let the gold fronts fool you. Marshawn's actually a relatively smart dude. He's smart enough to where he realizes he probably is a better way to get the same thing that he was trying to say. Perhaps he just said, is his dad around? Could I talk to, to his dad? He may be relatable. He may be able to relate. No, fuck it, man. I can't defense this shit. I would just told the lady, hey, man. You know, I understand what you're saying. Football is a tough sport. You know, this is kind of how I was brought up. If you are not happy with how I'm coaching, I'm happy to give you a refund. I would just, I would just gave a refund. I'm like, ma'am, go collect your refund. Hey, Skip, pay her her refund. Y'all go ahead and get out of here. I would have just kicked her out because well, I you still gotta be, you still gotta be careful in nah. this day and age of how you would do that. I want to teach the next bitch a lesson. Don't stand up and say nothing. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can only imagine the kid's dad actually was there. Well, I wonder how that conversation She wouldn't have got that. up Like what the fuck is going on I'm out here busting my ass Out the goodness of my damn heart <laughs> Try to give a little bit of the game back And I gotta deal with this bullshit <laughs> Player right. What's it gonna be homie Right You want him to play with a little man play or not Right Stop wasting my time And get your girl That's probably how it would have went Exactly um, Get your bitch Exact. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Uh, happy birthday to my forever president, Barry H. Obama. <laughs> Today's his birthday, man. You don't got no birthday love for, for President Obama? He didn't wish me happy birthday. How do you know that? I know. He didn't call. Well, you know, I think he's been living his best life, doing all sorts of shit while the planet essentially, you know, burns. Maybe he knows something we don't know. Mm. Speaking of people that know something we don't know. Um, so, man, did you see Aesop Rocky is uh, being released? Yeah, I did see Trump got him out. I don't know if he did or if he didn't. Maybe he did. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, I all know is he had that. Either Trump wrote the tweet or somebody wrote it for him about that. It's been a rocky week. Get back home ASAP, ASAP. Uh, <laughs> so fucking relatable with the colors. Right. Um, so ASAP Rocky coming back. I guess the decision is going to be left up to the judge, and was it Sweden? The Swedish judge is going to decide uh, whether or not you know. I guess what way the if he's going to be acquitted or if he's going to be convicted. Nah. Either way, that. I can't imagine ASAP Rocky will ever step foots in Sweden. Yeah, in Sweden, right? Is it Sweden or Switzerland? Sweden. Even if he is gay, I, I mean, not gay. If he is guilty, wow. I don't know why I said gay. <laughs> I don't know why you said it either, I, man. I do. I know why. Tyler the he Creator been in jail that long. I mean, damn. <laughs> no, I know why because Tyler the Creator is freestyle, and he was talking about free free rock. Right? Oh, he's talking about that freestyle with uh, with, with uh, <laughs> Funk with, flex. With the D- 
<laughs> Funkflex, dude. Yo, did you that- see that shit? That shit got like, like, like. Remember when I told you that you know uh, Igor was like the shit? Yeah, I remember you telling me that, and I didn't listen to it. Didn't you remember what that shit I put in the Slack after you know he said what he said about the stuff he's doing in his uh, extracurricular time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I don't, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to be a more advanced person. Right. I am. I'm trying to be open-minded. Right. I am a man of a certain age. Right. I just have not fully processed that this whole damn Igor album was about a breakup with a dude. <laughs> the the album is like a is supposed to be about a pro, a, a long-term relationship ending in a prolonged breakup. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still trying to process, you know, you know, listeners bear with me, you know, I'm 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 trying to to move along reasonably with society as it moves wherever the fuck it's moving. But, right. you know, I just, it just, it hits different. Uh, knowing that this, this, these breakup songs are, are about a dude. There you go. There you go, man. Him and, and you know, and, this, and to keep it all the way to 100, that's why I don't fuck with the hot girls, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B or Nikki. Not relatable. Not relatable. I need my music to be relatable. Yeah. Is that so wrong? No. Is that wrong? To be honest. That's why I love Bun B and uh, Pimp C. UGK, hey, UGK uh, influenced. Speaking of influences, so, um, do you know, you know who Lori Harvey is, right? No idea. It's like Steve Harvey and Marjorie Harvey's daughter. I don't know if it's Steve Harvey's direct daughter or if it's his stepdaughter, but I've heard her name brought up as far as someone that dates a lot of celebrities. Be honest, in post-production, this is where you would insert the uh, I Get Around by Tupac. <laughs> That's where you drop that that piano intro. I get around. Anyway, so she's 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 been linked with, with you know, people. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, one of them was a soccer player. One of them was a, uh, a, uh, a, a, a Euro soccer player. So she bought that money, that money, all of it. Yeah. So she learned uh, from Stephen, Stephen, and she also learned from her mommy, uh, Marjorie Harvey, that to be about that paper. Uh, do you know how old Lori Harvey is? Do you, you have any idea? Let's say 19. Mm. That makes me feel worse. So do you know who Lori Harvey's dating right now? I have no idea. I'll give you three guesses. Huh. All right, I'm going to help you out. They got a lot of money, so it's 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 not so. Let me when they got a lot of money. I mean, they got can't get broke money. Oh wow! Oh shit! Um, yeah, that's gonna be somebody grown too. That's not that's not a young person, is it? It's not Drake, is it? No, it's not Aubrey. Strike okay. one. Okay. Um, I'm thinking older though. So like, whew. I don't know what they would have to do. Like, they would have to try. They'd have to actually be able to purchase like a a, a major team of some sort. Or would have like a, a majority ownership stake in it, and then that team would have to like I don't know, have some sort of awful tragedy where they don't play anymore for this dude to be wiped out of all of his money. I'm just trying to think. I mean, this dude would have to like maybe launch an airline that didn't work. So this isn't a black guy then. Damn. Um, uh, yeah, it was black. With that kind of money. With that kind of money. So he's not an entertainer then. He's got to be. Okay, like- all right. Let me help you out. So he, he don't have a billion dollars. Okay. Huh. So he's got lots of millions of dollars, but not a billion. 
So all this stuff I said, the reason why it would wipe him out because he would be putting up a lot of his own money in whatever investment group he was in. And so if he lost, it'd be fucked. I don't know, man. Just tell me. D, the I, the D, the D, the Y, the D, the I, the D is Diddy. Wow. He's a weirdo, right? Here's what I figured out, though. So Diddy's... So Diddy, after the whole Diddy Cassidy, Cassie uh, personal trainer shit, where she moved on with the trainer, that Diddy bought her, and now she's pregnant, whatnot. Diddy was like immediately the first person Diddy was seen when he wasn't doing the whole Kim Porter, I should have did this, I didn't do that thing. He was with a girl looking exactly like Cassie. I was like, all right, fuck it. So Diddy's got a type. Right. Oh, no. This Negro has two types. He's got a... Genetically, he's got a what they call a, an eth, uh, a racially ambiguous type that looks like Cassie. And if you squint and turn your head really fast, you can kind of get look get the J Lo out of it too. But as far as black women, he has a definite type. That type is Kim Porter because Lori Harvey looks very close to Kim Porter. So she, so how old is she actually though? I don't know. I was asking you because I didn't. She's got. She can't be out of her twenties. Hold on a second. She can't be out of her twenties. It seems like Diddy is just confused. He's just out here, just loving everybody. Oh, Lori Harvey age. Let's see. Twenty-two. So Diddy is. Diddy must be what fifty-one. He's got to be fifty something. She's twenty-two. So. B, what's your oldest daughter? How old is your oldest daughter? 21. My oldest is will be 22 come January. That's some crazy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the deal. So be honest, I'm not talking to you about they were spotted by TMZ, which they were. What I want to talk to you about is they had a whole ass meet the parents meal. It's Diddy. <laughs> it's Lori. It's Steven. It's Marjorie. They had like a brunch or some shit yesterday. Oh, the level of awkward. That is kind of awkward. I, I, well, you know, Steve Harvey's got might have some money problems, so you know, you get a get a little, no. get some back in on some Ciroc, you know. Come get on, man. Of them waters. Let me get it. Don't do it like that. I'm just, I don't, I don't understand. I, a grown ass man. I wish my daughter would bring. A 50-year-old nigga to the house. I wish that would happen. It would not go well. Just don't bring him to the house. If my daughter started dating a 50-year-old dude, just don't bring him to the house. There's no point. That's crazy. Yeah. See, how old is Steve Harvey? But Steve Harvey might be older than Diddy. He has to be older than Diddy. So Steve Harvey is so an OG. Yeah, but I mean, you're, but, but I mean, a 50-year-old would be older than both of us. So that's just really, really weird. That's what I'm saying. So just don't bring, don't bring a 50-year-old to the house. Steve Harvey 62. Yeah, yeah. That's still very weird, though, because they're pretty much in the same generation. They're just a little bit off. <laughs> no. Okay. So I'm on, I'm on, Diddy is apparently only 49. Okay. Okay. His birthday is, he'll be 50 in November. So no, it's not okay. She's still less, he, she's still, you know, less than half his age. So I mean, no, it's he, not okay. He could technically be his dad, though. If you know, yeah, if, if Steve was an early bloomer, yeah, that's three generations. Diddy would be Steve's son, and Lori would be Diddy's daughter. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, and don't they got other shit to do? I don't understand this. 
why do they why do they just date the same fucking the same fucking as as a friend of the network maybe friend of the program uh, French Reginald's one to say these girls are for everybody all these people is for everybody it seems like once you make a certain amount of money and you're a black celebrity then like your dating pool is like this person that person this person the end well I understand why that happens but uh, like but but 22 year old and a 50 something 27 year age gap that's just that's just a, a big gap, man. That's a really big gap. I can't imagine that they do the same things when they're not in the spotlight. Like in the spotlight, I'm sure they probably go to the same type of party because Diddy's a young a young acting dude. But when they're not in the spotlight, when they're just chilling at the crib, like what do they do? What do they talk about? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just know as a father, you know, don't bring no 50-year-old Negro to my house. It's not going to go well. Somebody might get shot. Don't what do if, it. What if it was like Frederick Douglass or though, or somebody like that? Like you know, what I'm saying like a. I think that's worse. What are you doing, Frederick Douglass? <laughs> so he got the he got the big afro and it's all white and it's got the white and the beard and the what full saying, he, he is teaching your daughter a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like making her a better person. That's that knowledge, Dick. You know, like polo and change. Nah, fuck all that shit. <laughs> that's a knowledge, Dick. I don't know if Dropping it's my fucking blue pills around. Falling out of his pockets and shit. I ain't. So you wouldn't let your daughter shit. date Martin Luther King? Come on, man. No. Oh, that's weird. You're just a weird. Well, Martin Luther King would. I that would be fucking annoying. We already talked about this. Uh, how you doing there? How you doing? Could I have one of those <laughs> bottles of water? Yeah, that'd get annoying. It's like, what? Is that your normal voice? <laughs> that is your normal voice. Nah. Uh, you gotta nah, let, you gotta let so, that happen, man. What the fuck they talked about at that brunch? Who cares? Fucking society, man. Fucking fucking entertainers, man. They're all crazy. But but it's legal, so we can't be mad at it. Uh, a lot of shit's legal. Don't mean it's right. Um, speaking of shit that's legal but not right, so we didn't really talk about this last week because you were living your best life, catching that red eye from Miami, uh, and I was actually uh, in the process of trying to get Miss Kunta a car. So you know we uh, we we missed last week, but we're back. And you recall any hearing about the dust up between your president forty five and uh, Representative uh, was it Elijah Cummings? Elijah Cummings, yeah, um, yeah. Talking about how Baltimore is a shithole and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I saw the wire though, so Baltimore is kind of fucked up. But they know Baltimore is fucked up. Yeah, they they tri- they're tripping. <laughs> I all right, they- so, so you know you can so Trump ain't got to say that shit. You know his statements in a vacuum aren't necessarily incorrect about Baltimore, but taking together of what he's been doing these last six months is yet another instance in which she is using not even very thickly veiled hate speech to attack a person of color. That's actually the part I have a problem with. But But, where's the hate speech? Tell me which line. No, he's, uh, well, he's been making comments about neighborhoods that are clearly neighborhoods with people of color. And, you know, send them back. All of this stuff has been going on the last five or six months as he really tries to ramp up his reelection campaign. Right. And apparently, as we talked about, you know, two or three weeks ago, he's decided to double down on res- racism and the rest of his party is not sure what this means or how far it can go. Let's put a pin in that. So Baltimore is not a great place. We nope. can. I don't live in Baltimore. I've heard some things. Some would say it's red infested. I've heard some things. So, 
Somebody decided to break into Eli Cummings, Elijah Cummings' house in Baltimore. Did you hear about that? Allegedly. Uh, attempted to break in. Allegedly. Eh. So, what do you think? I think we think Trump did what he heard about that. <laughs> yeah, I saw what he did. It was silly. This is the why. It's like he's like a ch- he's like a child. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> What's the exact quote? <laughs> Something about Too bad is is the is the exclam- really bad news exclamation point. That Baltimore house of Elijah Cummings was robbed, period. Too bad, exclamation point. <laughs> he does he does tweet and and talk like Jay Smooth does in his social media campaigns. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to say, how the fuck old are you? You're like like an eleven year old kid. That's an asshole. Right. That's yeah, definitely so. an asshole move. I mean, it's like what the why why even waste the time? Why? Why even do that? Right. Nobody, not a soul. You know, it's full. You know, he didn't say it in a, in a circle. As soon as he seen the shit, he talked. He talked about the shit. All right. So, uh, I don't know why he said allegedly. If you heard something, the house wasn't broken into. I don't know. Well, I mean, so what Elijah Cummins said was that he scared the guy away before he could even get in the house. So, eh, did it happen? Is it on camera? Do we have video? Like, we need. To, I, I mean, you know, for somebody to 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 say that happened, we need to see some kind of. I'm not just, and it doesn't matter. The point, the upshot is this motherfucker once again lets you know, and I say this motherfucker, I mean 45, is that, hey, I mean this shit. If it's fuck you, it's all the way fuck you. Right. I don't give a fuck about optics. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Too bad. Yeah. And um, he probably saw, yeah, that's exactly how it sounded in his head when he, t- <laughs> when he texted, when he tweeted that shit. He meant it exactly that way. <laughs> That's gotta be you gotta see the humor in it though, how ridiculous it is. Uh in that isolated instance, yes. Taken as a whole, uh, there's a huge issue. I have you did you see that story that California uh Mayor Gavin Newsom, not Mayor, Governor Gavin Newsom has passed a law, signed a law, uh, that will prohibit uh any candidate from from being on the elect on the ballot. For president of the United States in California, who does not release his tax returns, I'm not sure that's legal, though, right? Uh, it's up in the air. We'll see. I know yeah. California is not the only state that tried that. New York also has something similar going on right now. Yeah, um, it's going to get pulled. The truth is that Trump was not going to is not going to win California or New York anyway. So it doesn't fucking matter. Probably not. Of course not. Um, uh, but in any event, what does matter though is that you know. It's irresponsible of us to pretend that this shit is funny, isolated, because you read the news, you hear the news, you hear what's out there in the world, as do I. The last few months, Trump has upped the racist rhetoric uh, to stoke his base. And not just now, you know, it's been, it hasn't, it's, it's ramped up lately, uh, in the last few months. And... There are consequences to the symbols, the words, and the message that comes from our highest office in this country. There are consequences. 
Um, as we sit here and record today, the last 24 hours have been the most deadly 24 hours as far as terrorism uh, committed on American soil by an American since uh, Tulsa. 29 people have been killed in the last 24 hours between the massacre in El Paso in which a gunman came in and opened fire in a Walmart and the massacre late yesterday in Dayton, Ohio, where I think a gunman killed nine, I want to say, in a bar. Um, Earlier, about a month ago, no, about three weeks ago, there was a shooting in Gilroy, California at a festival where a gunman opened up fire. Uh, Also in Mississippi, two or three weeks ago, a disgruntled employee opened fire in another Walmart. So I want to talk about two things. First, I want to talk about the racial motivations behind the El Paso shooting uh, and what was said by the shooter and what, what, what the news outlets are reporting, uh, the things that they've dug up on him and, and where he's been and what he said and the purpose of what he wanted to do. And I also want to talk about him being taken into custody, uh, sleeping well tonight, wherever he is. And then I want to talk about um, how do these people get access to these types of weapons that you can kill a lot of people quickly if you need to. Because the Dayton, Ohio person, it looks like he had an AR-15 type rifle. looks like he had modified it. And it looks like he had added... um, Extended magazines. Well, it, they're the they're the ones that are rounded. So Barrels, you have about a hundred yeah. rounds of ammo. The barrels, both. yeah, yeah. Uh, and he also had body armor on. Yeah, he also had body armor on and ear protection. They killed him. Um, you may say Dayton police got it right. Uh, well, I may say that, and I do. Um, so there's a couple issues here. This doesn't happen in other places. Let's just let's just let's just stop and just talk about gun violence in general. This doesn't happen in the rest of the world. And I believe that we've got to stop thinking that somehow America is special as to why this keeps happening. We can stop this if we want. Do you think we can stop this if we want, to be honest, with regards to access to the types of guns that can that you can just get eliminated, you can kill a lot of people. Absolutely. So we so we're in agreement. If we wanted to fix this, we could. I mean, there's you know there's a Second Amendment right that people keep advocating for. We can't have a fucking bazooka. You can't have a fucking rocket launcher. Asterisk. I know multiple people that have rocket lockers, rocket launchers, and bazookas, but you're not lawfully supposed to have that. And you know when the Second Amendment was written. You know, you've got these fucking blunderbuss rifles and shit. You could be 10 feet from somebody and fire and miss. And then they got, and then you don't have to wait for you to get your powder and your stick and, and put the powder back in there and then find your, 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 your balls and your musket, you know, all this other shit. It's just different. Technology is much, much different. I was, uh, heard something when they're talking about, uh, most hated presidents. One of them was Andrew. Jackson, I believe. Okay. No, no. Alexander Hamilton. Who got into the duel? Alexander Burr. Not the point. So one of these presidents in the way, way past got into a duel. 
And, uh, and so guns are so inaccurate. You could you could walk ten paces at somebody, turn around and shoot, and you might fucking miss. So when these Second Amendment was written, the weapons were different. Right. Okay. So in the first instance, weapons were different. So the fact that we want to cling to the Second Amendment, okay, that's let's look at the type of weapons that are being used for the most part to do this shit. It's not hunting rifles. Right. It's not even revolvers. For the most part, people are are, are modifying um, AR-15s, which are are, Assault are similar to the to the guns that that for the last twenty years or so were issued to our armed services as standard issue. Uh, it, it really is kind of a, a, a copy of that. Or they're using AK-47s, which there's really no reason for these to be, in my opinion, to be out in the wild any damn way. That's an assault rifle. It has no other purpose than to be used as an assault rifle. You can't hunt with it. You shoot any animal with an AK-47 round or an AR-15 round, you know, that the holes, the damage you're going to put in that animal, it's not, it's not for hunting. That's just not true. Right. And so that's, that's in that. So the NRA right now uh, is collapsing. They're bankrupt. They don't know where they're going, but they still have put all this legwork in on lobbying both sides of the aisle. And we know what happened with New Zealand. They, the very next day after the Christchurch massacre, they started working on leg- legislation and they did. The question is, why, be honest, in your opinion, why won't we fix this? Sandy Hook happened a long time ago. And so when we were okay with kids being killed, that was something new. So now we've had four mass shootings in less than 60 days. Why do you think we won't fix this? Because I don't believe we're going to fix this now. Yeah, we won't. I, I think it's just the arrogance. It's just the arrogance of Americans. Um, you know, we have to have things bigger, and this, 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 this is the the uh, this is the tough guy equivalent to bigger, a bigger car, a bigger TV. This is the tough guy equivalent to bigger, a bigger rifle, a bigger gun. Well, some of the uh, Democrats. Uh, in the Senate, I think Schumer, Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer, minority leader, they're calling for Mitch McConnell, who, by the way, slipped in his home and fractured his shoulder. Mm. Damn shame the bone didn't reach a carded artery or anything, and he's still kicking, but he is. Uh, we'll have that episode one day where I'll tell you why all this Trump stuff, you know, is cute and the real thing, the real person that's that's you know fucking up America is Mitch McConnell, but that's for a whole other story. Um, they've asked Mitch McConnell to reconvene the Senate because the Senate right now is on break uh, to try to vote on legislation that had gotten some traction to do background checks. That's good if it were to happen. That's a start. But the shooter in Dayton, Ohio, purchased the gun lawfully and was shipped from Texas to him where he was. So even if there was the background check, he would have been able to purchase that particular gun lawfully. Now, I don't know if he modified it. I'm sure he did. That magazine he used is probably not lawful in Ohio. Probably not. But he was, so he would, so even background checks would not prevent the Dayton shooter from getting access to this type of a gun. So 
To me, that means that, you know, we had uh, better on assault rifles. Do you remember that, be honest? I do. Do you remember what happened to it? Uh, it, uh, it expired, and they didn't re- And then what? <laughs> they, didn't re- they didn't reenact it. They just slap. out? Hmm. When you say it runs out, ain't that some shit. This is, <laughs> it ran out, like, did it run out under the Bush administration, or? Yeah, I believe it's Bush. I believe it's Bush. Yes. So I don't know if Clinton put it in, or if old man Bush put it in. When I say old man Bush, I mean the first Bush president. But the thing expired under W, uh, George W. Bush. And from that point forward, we have not really had any real oversight to these assault-type weapons. Uh, It's been left up to the states for the most part. Um, So, background check's good. But a background check would not have prevented this. Right. And And I... what do you think, Bionis? Do you think that you, know, you served? Do you think that it, it's it's Americans' rights to have access to these military uh, military influenced or military themed type weapons? Do you think that civilians should have a right to have access to those? Um, and if so, do you have an? Would you limit it in any way? It's, this is sticky for me, um, and it's not because of hunting or anything silly like that. I just think that with, an, with a highly advanced government like we have, there literally is no protection. Even with an assault rifle or a real gun, there's still really no protection. But at, at least if you had something a little more powerful, a couple of guys wouldn't just walk in your house. It would take the tanks and everything rolling through your neighborhood. Um, at that point, it doesn't matter what kind of gun you got. So it, that's, it's kind of moot, actually. Once you get to the point of if the government's coming for you, they're going to come get you anyway. So it's, it's a little sticky because only because I feel like you do need to have protection from your government sometimes because governments are not perfect, and sometimes they fuck up. And, you know, right now— we, we don't get drones or nuclear warheads or tanks. Right, right. So uh, I think that, I think that the, the assault rifle kick— should should go back. It should go back to the the restrictions, and there's not really a need to have any type of assault rifle. Um, you know who's the biggest offender of this stuff? People like you. People who have been in the military, either in the past or current. Because one thing that is, you know, I, I you know I you know I'm I'm a part owner of a CrossFit gym, and right. have a lot of first responders and law enforcement and military people. They always got illegal shit. That they that they shoot for fun. They've got you know AK forty sevens. They've got right. real AR real uh, AR fifteen carbines. They've got rocket launchers. They got grenades. The other day, somebody asked me if I wanted a grenade. Why the fuck would I need a grenade? My grandfather had a Nazi helmet. Crazy shit they bring back. Well, that's different. That was that's combat. Well, he had a gun too. I can't remember what it was called, but Ruger maybe. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about trophies. I'm talking about, yeah, man, so this shit's fun to shoot. When I got bored out there in the sandbox, <laughs> I would shoot this shit. So, yeah, it's like shooting this shit here now. Yeah. Or law enforcement, they, you know, they confiscate things and they come up missing. There's and, really no know. need. There's no need to have any of those crazy fucking guns like that. Shotgun, pistols, that's really all you need for protection. Yeah, you know, if if you if you are that worried about the government, Going complete fastest, we're already fucked. In that case, you know, state of nature. We'll draw lines. We'll figure out our teams. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you're only so, going to get a couple know, of them. Sorry, 
you're only going to get a couple of them before they get you. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so that's kind of, that's kind of hard to, to, to square away. You know, that this is something that, that in the uh, objectively you would say, this is a problem. People should have access to this shit, but we have not been able to get it done. There's been too many thoughts and prayers, you know, even though we've just had 29 people killed in, in a 24-hour span by domestic terrorism, and even though some news outlets have started to call it what it is, terrorism, you know, given the uh, ethnicity of the shooters, is very, the word terrorism, domestic terrorism, is not really used often. So that's Dayton. We don't know the shooter's motive. We have heard a report that he killed his sister as well. So, you know, I don't know what happened there. Given the amount of time and the fact he killed his sister, you know, hard to say whether or not there was any sort of hate crime component to it. Don't know yet. Too right. soon. Still investigating. But let's go to El Paso. Earlier in this podcast, I said that there's... There are real-life consequences to what message is put out by the leader of the free world in these here United States. What we do here resonates. Would you say, be honest, if it, it don't move unless we shake it? Right. It don't move unless we shake. Yeah. Remember when we talked about the Christchurch massacre and I told you that the, the guy in New Zealand... Uh, cited Donald Trump as, as somebody that was doing the right thing to, 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 you know, to, for white people to, 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 to come back into prominence. And you remember us kind of talking about that a little bit? Yeah. I remember when you tried that. All right. Well, so let's, so let's move to the El Paso shooter. Okay. So be honest, do you know what 8chan is? Uh, do not. 8chan is, uh, is, are you familiar with the term 4chan? I've heard the term. I can't think of what it is, though. It's basically kind of a dark area of the internet. Okay, right. That's unregulated. And the creator of 8chan, the purpose of it, allegedly, was to foster an area where people could say whatever they wanted to without fear of persecution. Okay. Free speech at is taken at its ultimate. So what, what do you think people normally talk about in 8chan? given that there are no consequences to anything they say. Anything? Well, it's actually become quite a haven for people who want to push white supremacy. Allegedly. Uh, no, the Christchurch shooter in New Zealand, he posted his manifesto to 8chan uh, before he, could, he went on the spree. Allegedly. I know you went to, going back and forth in the Slack room on this, and I'm going to be curious to see if you're going to put that, what you were saying there, out here. But the uh, the El Paso shooter, uh, apparently the same day that he was he before he started the attack, he posted a message along the lines. Uh, well, it was in response to a thread talking about uh, Hispanic invasion or an invasion by Hispanics. Right. And uh, the news stories are circulating that he posted something on HN to the effect of send them back. He also told people he was going to probably die today. And so he had posted some anti-Hispanic commentary, uh, one of them saying that he thought that 
the invasion of Hispanics was going to lead to them taking over the government. And so the El Paso shooter is not from El Paso. Did you know that? Nope, didn't know. He actually drove from Dallas, Texas. That's a significant, significant distance from El Paso. A day's trip. That's a significant. So he drove, he's from Dallas area to El Paso for the sole purpose of killing as many Latinos as possible. And he did so at a Walmart. Uh, He killed roughly 20 people. I forgot how many injured, but substantially more than 20. Right. And um, here's the problem. Here's one of the issues. He was arrested and taken into custody uninjured. I guess maybe he just ran out of ammo. Now, why is that a problem? Be honest, did you see the video of the kid trying to sell water in uh, Las Vegas without a permit? Nope. I put him in one of those Eric Garner holes, and he was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, and they thought it was funny. Um, the hypocrisy of the things that we see black children did you see? You remember? The, did you read the story? Be honest about the boy that was playing with the kids, and they were playing dodgeball, and one of the kids got hit with a dodgeball, and the, and the parents called the police, and the police attempted to file a charge for assault on the kid. Kids like ten. Nope, didn't hear about that. Playing dodgeball. Uh, the, the day that the attorney might have been Lee Emmert. Lee Emmert does a lot of good work. Uh, he does. He's he teams up with uh, Sean King. Uh, the day they were going to have the press conference to announce it, the DA said, yeah, I'm not going to go forward with it. So it seems like blacks and brown individuals are over-policed on everything. Whereas you've got an active shooter who's killed 20 people and he's just taken in with no incident. Dylan Roof, I believe that was the... uh, Church shooting guy taken with no incident. Guy looks like the fucking Joker who shot, opened up fire in Colorado. Taken with no incident. I don't understand that. I don't. But, you know, that's that's not really the point of what I'm saying. The point of what I really want to focus on is that send her back. When's the last time you heard somebody say send her back publicly? Uh, send her back publicly would probably be about the four Congress people. At the Trump a, rally, right? O- Omar. At the Trump rally. Right. Okay. So I told you many, many shows ago, and you said, oh, that's not right. That's not a real stat. That, that, uh, in stats in 2016, hate crimes went up 226% in any city in which Donald Trump held a rally. And the FBI, um, all of law enforcement, has noted that there is an uptick and hate-motivated crime since 2016. We know what our president does and says on an almost daily basis. And there are consequences. And so hate crime is up. White supremacist terror is up. Because these shootings, so, you know... Dayton, we don't know what the what the motivation was. We don't know. 
And the fact he killed his sister, it's all weird. Don't know. El Paso, the young man was very clear on his stance. He drove from Dallas to get there to do what he did. And be honest, I don't, I don't know. Are you familiar with El Paso at all? The city, you mean the city itself? Yeah. Not terribly. I know it's not too far from a border though, correct? Right. So El Paso and I, you know, again, Kunta's from Texas. Uh, once upon a time, Kunta dated a girl from El Paso. So Kunta spent some time in El Paso. El Paso is probably the brownest, the most Latino city I've ever been in in the United States. I think I may have made a joke on here. I'm not sure. But El Paso is the type of city where white people look for each other. You know how, you know, you know, you go to some cities, you see another black person. Maybe you don't do this, to be honest, but I do. You know, you go out with, hey, how's it going? See you. I see you seeing me, seeing us, you know. I see white people do that shit in El Paso because it's just a brown, it's a Hispanic, it's a Latino city. So for him to drive from Dallas to El Paso to do that, there's no question. It's not debatable that he meant to go to the most southern spot on the border or to the or the epicenter of the, this border crisis nonsense, and he meant to kill Latinos. That's what El Paso is. It's a Latino city. I'd argue the most Latino city in the United States, but I've never been to Miami. So, so clearly, clearly, the the El Paso shooter has a problem with Latino people. Pure, clearly, Mexican. Let's just say Mexican. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Mexican. Okay. So you know, and then we go back to you know the church shootings that have happened. There's just all these things that are going on, and the hate speech gets getting ramped up and ramped up and ramped up. Um, by 45, and he had the audacity to say in response. Do you see what he tweeted about these two shootings in the last 24 hours? Something about they're made, we may need to do something about guns. Is that what you're about? Well, the first thing he said is that hate has no place in our country. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to laugh, but damn. Like, nigga, what? <laughs> Not from you. This is, this is worse than Jermaine Dupri saying this stripper music. Like, nigga, how you gonna tell hate has no place in the country? Wow. And then he tweeted out, you know, what first thing he said is that his administration has done the most on gun control than anybody in the history of ever. That's not a direct quote, but that's basically saying they've done the most than anybody ever. I have no idea what he's talking about. But I, I don't know they did anything at all. He needs to do more. Or no, he said perhaps more is required, or perhaps we may be perhaps we may need to do more. Something to that effect that maybe right. we may have to do something else, maybe. I don't know, man. Um Well, okay. I don't I don't know if this is going to get fixed because fixed. I don't know. People have shown that they can detach from this too easily. I mean, you go back to to you know to the kids that were killed. The fact that there was no legislation out of that, I just I just don't know what it would take for legislation. 
I don't know. Here, here's the issue, right? And um, first of all, thoughts, and if you pray, prayers go out to everybody in Dayton and um, El Paso. What's what they going to do with thoughts and prayers? Because just thoughts. Just somebody- same, the same thing that Christchurch did, the same thing that, that you know, that, that, that what were the kids that got, the, the last school that got shut up, was it in Colorado? Not sure. Yeah, the last school that got shut up. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. That's that. Well, I mean, this it, point, it's, thoughts it's and prayers are, are, are an insult. It's like, oh, that's no, no, fucked no, no, up. No, no. That it's, didn't it's happen. It's not to an me. insult. It, and it's post, it's post happening. So at this point, we can't do anything to take that back. So you have to, you have to at least, you know, you have, I don't, I don't pray. So I'm not sending any prayers the way, but there are people who believe in that. And so you would, well, that, well, let, me, let me go a different way. Do you think that most Americans, would support some sort of gun reform. I think so. I don't know how it hasn't happened already. I have no idea how this hasn't happened already. All they did, as far as reform goes, the NRA signaled that it was okay for there to be some restrictions on what's called a bump stock. You know what a bump stock is? Um, um, it's a modification, but I can't remember. Yeah, exactly so you what. get a gun, and it's like, and it's not supposed to. I now. I'm speculating here. I'm not a gunsmith, but my loose understanding is you get a gun that's that's compliant with wherever you are so is not to be be able to go fully automatic. If you modify it and you don't have a bump stock, it's hard to keep it straight. It's hard to keep it on target. Okay. The bump stock allows it to take the kick and still stay remotely stable because you've already modified the gun to fire in a way that it's not meant to fire, and so it allows for stability. So the NRA signaled somehow to the GOP and others that they would accept um, legislation tightening restrictions on bump stocks. So I do believe that happened in response to one of the mass shootings maybe last year at some point. That's it. That's not enough, though. No background checks and nobody, Nobody on the GOP, and I say it that way because we hear Democratic candidates talk about this, nobody on the GOP seems to express any interest whatsoever in revisiting the anti-assault rifle ban. Well, even if they put it out right now, it would probably take 10 years to get all the guns off the street, at least. Well, you could couple that with some buyback programs. I mean, let me put it to you this way. if there, This is not a problem that can't be solved on how to get most of these things off the streets. Right. You can stop the influx of any more new ones. Done. You can then say, okay, how, how can I incentivize people to turn back in guns? You can, there's a, you're only limited by imagination on how you can incentivize someone to return an assault rifle. Right. As the federal government, fuck, give somebody a, a tax credit for the cost of the gun. Right. You know, some cities have, just have have agreed to to pay for guns. You bring your gun, we'll pay you for it. State governments do that all the time. I don't think I don't think any, we'll ever have an argument about whether or not guns need to get off the streets. I think we both agree there. I don't like how you equated any of this to how black people are treated by police in the country. I think that's 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 a separate issue. Yeah, I think but, as, as a gross misrepresentation. If I were to go back to that issue, it seems like all these white terrorists. Well, the Dayton well, the guy got the killed. The guy that got killed last night in Dayton. He's not the only oh, one, though. The guy in Orlando got killed, too, right? Uh, that shot up the gay club? Yeah. I don't recall. 
I mean, it, 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 sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Every black person who comes in, in, in contact with police doesn't die. So I don't, I don't, I, I think that's a gross I understand you can kill all that many people and just be taken in casually, kindly, with no incident. If you put your hands up and get on the ground, stupid shit like selling loose cigarettes, and now it's a fucking problem. If you, if you put your hands uh, above your head and get on the lay on flat on the ground, they can't shoot you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there, there are some ways where you uh, can. Excuse me? If you lay on the ground and put your hands above your head without the gun, they're not going to shoot you in public like that. This is not going to happen. Okay, okay, hold on. Let's stay right there. Yeah, show me. Why do you think that? Why do you? Why do you? You think there's some? So, so if that's the case, if that's the rule that if you've got your hands in a prone position, you shouldn't get shot. Right. Well, I I don't know if you know the story of the uh, handicapped man. That okay, had so, his hands in that position. So what you're going to do is handicapped. he was mentally challenged. So what you're going to do is you're going to give me an example that goes against it. What I'm saying is in I general, talk about Philando Castile too. What I'm talking he did about not have a gun in his what, hand, but he was not laying on the ground flat where you could be seen. What I'm saying is though, as a rule, in general, police are not supposed to shoot someone who has given themselves up. You agree with that? You may not agree that that's the way it's always given carried out, and I would agree with that too. But I'm just saying, yeah, that in, I, yeah, that's what's supposed to happen in these general. Individuals. In general, when a person gives up their body and they lay on the ground and put their hands above their head, they, it's obvious they don't have a gun in their hand anymore. They are not supposed to be shot in that position. So if the shooter were to do that, it would be pretty difficult for the cop to shoot him. Now, yes, sometimes it does happen, and it's always difficult. It's never just simple. Even if it's a black guy and they get away with it, it's always uh, difficult. You're forgetting about the one in North Carolina See, where you have the, the line one, of the, the police one, officers the one, the advancing one. upon the guy who had already put his hands up. And the one white cop, one. white female cop, decided that she was in fear of her life. And the she one. just decided to start dumping. The one. None of the other people with her dead. Like, oh, the one. Oh the five. The ten. The hundred. What I'm talking about is millions and millions and millions of people taken into police custody. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about the one, the two, the five, the ten. The fifteen times this happened. Yes, I understand. There we are going to be honest, That logic doesn't work. It does work. That, that's that's where the logic case, is. Then we wouldn't talk about these mass shootings because there's been less than a hundred in the last 20 years. That's, how, that's how I feel about it, though. And, you know, I'm on record for saying that. When we talk about mass shootings, the amount of people that died is, is ridiculously low compared to how many people die in car wrecks. And we haven't done shit about cars. People who die of heart disease. We haven't done that's shit about that. Thing. First off, uh, car safety has advanced substantially. I know for a goddamn fact you drive a smart car. Yeah. My car is also smart. Ain't as smart as yours. So you, you, you probably, unless you've turned it off, have assisted driving. I do. So you probably, unless you've turned it off, know that to wreck your car, to hit another car, Difficult. to get in a car accident, very While difficult. you're actually driving, you have to actually got to try to do that shit because you got all sorts of lights and beeps going off. The other day, my car told me to put my hands back on the goddamn wheel. Didn't say it exactly <laughs> like that, but that's what it meant. But Kunta, what, what I'm saying though is you're missing the point. No, Even- no, I'm saying we, when we recognize that there is a that there is a possibility of of preventable death. The logical and rational nah, thing that happens, no, and the no, thing no, that no, happens no. in most auto industries, no. because when they didn't, they got the shit suit out of them. They stopped. Is they try to you try to make the thing as safe as possible. There are only really a handful of things that cannot be made safe, no matter what you do. One of those is transporting, like you know, hazardous materials. You hope and pray that there's no accident. So the there same. is. Everyone's fucked. This is not the same. Angle, people die in cars all the time. This is not the How same. Manufacturers have made. Huge. This is not the same. We're talking about somebody in the middle of a committing a crime. 
And I'm telling you that more people die from just some lackadaisical, poor, lazy, sleepy driving. And even though there are all these safety features in cars, car accidents are still more prevalent than mass shootings. So I'm, I, what I'm trying to say is that it's possible that every time you just pay attention, you see a black person getting shot, but it's not really that many times. And it's possible that every time you're watching a mass shooter get taken into custody, it's always done safely. But that doesn't mean that happens all the time. So all I, all I want to say is that comparing the black kid in North Carolina or anybody else to this guy being taken into police custody, it sounds a little stupid because do you want the guy to get shot? I don't know that I want that guy to get shot. I don't know shit about that guy. I don't know if he's mentally ill. Well, okay, well, I actually don't believe it sounds stupid. I think that, you know, when you violate the social contract and show that you are no longer going to you're no longer going to so to, fuck to the justice abide system. by gotcha. society's rules and you're actually going to be a threat to society you know i'm usually anti-death penalty right and the reason i'm anti-death penalty because it's very when you got a jury and you got all this evidence and all this other stuff not when you've got like someone there's video you unloaded all these bullets and all these people that's a little bit different or you're a serial killer. You have all these bodies in your house. That's a little bit different. I don't think people like that are redeemable. I don't necessarily believe that people like that should, you know, be kept alive and definitely, you know, getting three square. And this is not, see, be honest, you often, you often accuse me of being liberal, but really it depends on what we're talking about. I don't believe people like that, like Charlie Manson. I don't know why Charlie Manson, you know, was just allowed to live as a, as a prison hero the remainder of his days. This this man that was taken in custody from El Paso, he's going to go to prison. Uh, now they have said they're going to charge him with a capital murder. Right. So he's going to be the death penalty. They, that they're likely going to charge this as a hate crime. Right. He's probably going to get the death penalty. They have said that they're going to go after the death penalty. He's going to get it. But he's going to get the, the death penalty. Of that, He's going to be treated as a hero among the white supremacist groups on the inside. You and, know that I know that. And see, there's another and there's another flaw right there is that I know from living in this country long enough that everything you see is not exactly what it is. Now, for instance, some would say that our our own government had something to do with the nine eleven towers. Um, the missile bomb, whatever. No, no, I'm saying some would say that our government had something to do with that. I don't know if you agree with that or if our listeners agree with that or not, but some people would say that. But it'd be really, 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 really reckless of, of a person to not think that Democrats didn't have something to do with that if it did happen and our, our government was involved in it. If you think it was just the Bushes, then you're, you're really immature. That being said, if you think that it's not possible that somebody who's trying to promote anti-Trump sentiment could not set the situation up and make it look like it was white lives matter or white oh supremacists. Oh my God, Jesus, man. I'm just you, saying. You're I'm just really, saying. You're, no, you're, but you got to give it the same energy now. You know what you sound like right now? Who? Be honest. Who do I sound like? I'm, I'm going to call you out on this shit because these shootings are actually very important to people that have heard them. I'm not going to let you do this today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No, 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 like, no. Hold on. Stop. No, like no, 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 because you're making it seem like it's not important to me. And the, you're sounding like the woman that was the attorney whose job was to defend the government. Yeah. 
for putting the kids in cages, and she was trying to to to, to define what safe and secure means. Nope, that's not what that was. What it is is I mean, I'm telling you that all these motherfuckers say, are crooked. Oh, well, you know, uh, I'm saying that all these motherfuckers are crooked, and and maybe these are crisis actors. Honestly, maybe. honestly, the fact that you would pretend like I don't have the idea that people died as the primary you, focus. You're saying that somebody may have hired him. I'm saying from, that. I'm saying that. Control side. I'm saying that. Did you? I'm saying it's very odd that all these fucking manifestos keep popping up and all like it's just too it's like it's like a layup all this stuff is okay, just a layup. let me let me do it this way so whenever I there's told a layup what H-chan I always was. I told you what 8chan was yeah 8chan is the dark part of the internet right I don't, it's not dark net right but 8chan is a place where white supremacists congregate and also also people who are pretending also, people who are pretending to be white supremacists can go there too. It's open for anyone. It's, it's it's not like you have to sign some some paperwork and say, "Do you promise that you're a white supremacist?" And if you're not, we get to pull your eye. No, anybody can go on eight chan or nine chan or twenty chan or chan whoever. It doesn't matter. What I'm saying is that I want everyone to recognize that just because it happened and they say it's white supremacy, don't be fooled and be emotional and make a judgment based off of that because it could be your own fucking people. Now, none of that dis- discounts the fact that people lost their lives. That's the primary thing to me. And I'm kind of offended that you would make it seem like all I, I care about- I don't know how else to read that you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna have the audacity to say, well, maybe someone hired him to do it to make it look like- That blah, isn't blah, what blah. I said. That's fucking that's crazy. That's not what I said. What, no, what's crazy is, is that there's somebody out shooting people. That's what's crazy. The rest of this shit is all planned. That's what I'm saying. It's possible. It's possible. All right, possible. Well, let me go ahead and fatten you up, Biona. So- 8chan is a megaphone for gunmen. Shut the site down, says its creator. Right. Frederick Brennan is one of the creators of 8chan. Um, he released a statement um, after the El Paso shooting where he acknowledged that at least three shootings this year, Christchurch, New, New Zealand, the synagogue shooting in Poway, California, and now the one in El Paso, um, had been announced in advance on the 8chan site. Layup. Now, he no longer runs the 8chan site. Of course not. But he acknowledges that it has become uh, a focal point for those seeking to to promote extremism and white supremacy. Layup. Now, the people that continue to run the 8chan website, um, hold on a second. He says he doesn't understand why they're continuing to do it. That person is uh, Jim Watkins, a United States... uh, Army veteran who's been running 8chan since 2015 when Mr. Brennan, the originator, gave up control of the site. And he does not understand why Mr. Watkins is continuing to keep the site up. Right. 8chan on Sunday, that's today, has a banner at the top of the homepage that says, Welcome to 8chan, comma, the darkest reaches of the internet. So there are already three mass shootings around the world. Yeah. Two in the United States, one in New Zealand, where the day of or shortly in advance, either a manifesto or an actual full-out comment or reply was made to some of these hate groups. That doesn't make it that doesn't prove that it was done by a white supremacist, though. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't prove so, anything. So the fact that Just a white man drove um, all white people aren't white supremacists miles to kill uh, Latinos in a Walmart and yeah. a almost a ninety five percent Latino city, maybe yeah. the only one in the United States. That's not racist. I that's not what I said, is it? 
Is that I'm what sorry. I said? You're saying that you know that doesn't prove that white supremacist. So, so he's not a white supremacist when he did that. He does no, no. Not, what I'm no saying is, any, anything posted on 8chan does not prove that it's a white supremacist that did it. Oh, but if you post send them back, and Hispanics are taking over the country, and I'm you don't know who posted send them back. You don't know who posted that, and you don't know if it was a Democrat or a, 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 a Republican. That's crazy, you don't know any. Of, you don't. You know so little. Nothing is what it seems like it is. I know that. I know that nothing is what it seems like it is. It's from from my days in the just the music thing industry. I told you. Uh, so you have a white man drives yeah, man. from Dallas. Uh, there are a lot of white people who love brown and black people. I'm not saying Chew, just 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 because wait, just because Chew, Chew El Paso. Yeah. After he said I'm going to do this, right. they're taking over. Right. And you tell you tell me I'm missing something? No, you no, that's not what I said. I don't have. I, I'm not saying that this particular guy may not have had some ill will. In his, in his approach. What I'm saying is that I don't know what made him feel like it was the time now and to do this. I'm not sh- so sure that this is uh, a Donald Trump tweet because that's what you. This is what you said now. Where how you led us to this was about the black kids who getting shot and the white kids who get they get in custody. No, it's, 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 and no, no, it's no, 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 no. You get, tried to we get sell. Shot and killed you tried. No, you're, you're going back. Whole ass you're going back. I'm just trying to tell you how we got here. You're going back again to argue that point. It, that point doesn't matter anymore. The point is that you tried to sell the listeners, our listeners. No, I'm not selling this shit. You're trying, to, you're trying to you know, trying be devil's sell advocate. Our listeners. No, no. You try to sell our. You try to sell our listeners some bullshit. You try to sell them. Yeah, white that, supremacist is not a white supremacist. That's not what I said. The motherfucker told you not I'm a white supremacist because well, you're I don't know talking about that. the guy. I'm saying that. I didn't see him tied with my own eyes, so you must I'm not I'm saying that, that that guy is a piece of shit, and he may be a white supremacist. That's not. That's not at all my argument. Well, my okay, argument plus, is Christchurch. You're still not listening. You're not going. You're not going to make my point. Manifesto about anti-Muslims and how and how Donald Trump was the so, beacon of of hope for for so, white supremacy. So here's here's how we're gonna do this. either. Here's how we're gonna do this. Right. What I do is I always let you say your entire thought. I always let you say your entire point. I sit and let you talk it going on and on and on and on with all this re- ridiculous stuff. Oh, about no, no. There's one person being ridiculous. You with his fucking nonsense that, oh, somebody else must have posted an HN. They wouldn't. They, we don't know they did that. Why? Because you didn't fucking see it. You didn't see them Yet, typing on the keyboard. Yet again. These are crisis actors. Okay. You're, you're still not going to let me get my point out. So my point is you tried to lead our listeners down a path. That Donald Trump had something to do with this, with his tweets. No, you that's, continue to say that that's part. How you I'm going to continue to flesh out what, exactly what the fuck that means. That's you have a white supremacist this. president who puts white supremacist messages this. out. The white supremacist messages filters out to the entire world. Now you have an uptick right. in white supremacist based crime. Sure. And you're going to fix your mouth to say, yes. oh, this HN site that you did not know fucking existed until I just told you what the fuck it was. At least go Google that <laughs> shit before you try to say we don't know who posted that. It doesn't matter if I knew it existed. With HM before you try to tell <laughs> it, me my source is wrong. How about it does, that? It doesn't matter if I know that it existed. What I'm telling you is that the problem with everybody right now in the entire world is that they're so charged and triggered and emotional and ready to just react that they never stop for just a fucking second and say, why is this such a layup? Nothing is this fucking laid up. Nothing is ever this laid up. There's got to be more to this story. And I'm not saying this fucking dickhead wasn't a white supremacist. He was. He killed brown people because he didn't like them 
I get that. But what I'm talking about is you're talking about stopping this guy and this guy and Donald Trump. What I'm telling you is it's something more sinister going on. And until we stop saying Donald Trump and we start opening our eyes and paying attention to the whole landscape, we're going to continue saying Donald Trump, white supremacy. It's the same. It's the layup. You keep giving me the layup. Stop giving me the layup and be an intelligent person that I know you are. Take 10 steps back and look at the entire landscape. That's all I'm saying. I never try to stick up for this, this, this shooter in Dayton or in El Paso. I think that they're both pieces of shit and they probably do deserve to die. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the 50-foot view that we keep getting so emotionally charged about that we're not seeing the forest from the trees. This shit is too laid up and there's something wrong when it's that much of a layup. The manifesto, the white supremacy, the Donald Trump tweet, and then this guy does this. That's too easy. There's something else going on. I don't believe everything that I see. That's my point. Thank you for letting me finish that this time. Well, we're not going to agree on this point, though I think we actually do agree on this point, which is probably why I'm frustrated. Um, let us know what you think about this, listeners. You know, uh, there's an election coming up. You've been living in America, presumably, the last two years. You've been watching the news. You've been seeing more of these shootings. There are a couple things going on. There's a larger issue of why is this okay for us to just deal with these mass shootings? Just in, from, just in general. Nothing else added on to it. Do you love your guns that much? When is enough enough? Then let's dial into the harder, deeper rotten underbelly of this country of the last 400 plus years, which is this country has a racism problem that is never dealt with. Donald Trump is not the cause of the racism problem. Donald Trump is, is the product of the racism problem, and Donald Trump is now stroking racist fires. What does that mean? What should we do? Is it something to where this is just business as usual? Are you happy that now people will tell you to their face, to your face what their politics are? Do you miss a time when you didn't know what the other person actually thought and everyone tried to treat each other with some civility? So all that fucking changed. All that changed in 2016. And there are consequences when the highest job in our country, the highest role, supposed to be the beacon, supposed to be the, 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 the leader, says what he says. Or have you lived in America as a person of color long enough to realize same shit, different day? So what Trump is going to tell you all this shit? We just heard the Reagan and Nixon tapes. Did you hear that, be honest? Did you, did you, did you, did you, did you hear or, or see that exchange between Reagan and Nixon? I did. That's Ronald Reagan, the great, the great, the great Ronald Reagan. I'll be honest with you. I never fucked with Ronald Reagan. And every time President Obama would quote Ronald Reagan, shit made me cringe. But still, there is something to be said when people know there's a line they shouldn't cross. And right now, we don't have any fucking lines. I'd love for this bloody weekend to 
spark, you know, a grassroots movement where people decide that enough is enough. We're going to stop having these mass shootings that don't really happen to other places, but I don't think it will. Racism is a bigger deal. This podcast, this episode is not big enough to go through all that. It's my belief that, you know, you can't keep gaslighting, you can't keep fanning flames until we all get burnt up. And I think that the El Paso shooting is what happens when we allow xenophobia or racism to become the norm. And that's kind of where we are. I don't know what we do. If you, if you have an idea of where we should go, let us know. I'll listen to Slack. You know, send us an email. You know, I'm, I'm at, at KingKunta3x at NTS79 on Instagram. Um, be honest at BeAnon on Instagram and Twitter. KingKunta3x on Twitter. And... Uh, you know, let us know what you think. Um, thoughts and prayers are, are they can only go so far, man. They really can. And I actually am to the point to where I believe thoughts and prayers. I know you didn't mean it this way, but I'm going to have to believe for, you know, if all you got thoughts and prayers, that's just, it doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It, it, we're all numb until it happens to us. Then, then. When it comes home, then it's hard to be numb. And more of these things are happening. So I don't have the answers. Let us know what you think. If you have some answers, there's a gun control. How do we get there? Don't know. Be honest, got anything else you want to add? <laughs> black on both sides, where nothing is black and white. <laughs>